Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Rangers, a New York Rangers podcast presented by Blue York on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Cody Frankel, and joined as always by my number one fan and uh, co-host, Johnny Lazarus. Today, we've got an awesome show for you guys, but you know, I first wanted to start off by taking a minute, uh, quickly talk about my good pal, Johnny, over here. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Johnny's family home of 25 years was burned down a few days ago, and his family lost almost everything, where we were granted with a nice little Passover miracle, where thankfully no one was hurt. Um, so Johnny will now forever be renamed Johnny Blaze, just like <laughs> Nicolas Cage from The Ghost Rider, for you Marvel fans out there. But um, I just wanted to uh, quickly talk about it for a minute, you know, before... Uh, I let Johnny talk and we dive into some Rangers hockey. So I was on a work trip earlier this week and I'm just getting off the plane and it's almost midnight and I literally just touched down and I'm getting a FaceTime on the plane from Johnny. And I'm thinking, what the hell is my man's calling me at midnight on a Wednesday for? But sure enough, it was only to tell me that, you know, <laughs> the minor news that his house was burning down, not really a big deal. So I was just like, oh, no big deal. But um, no, really, I was like, so what the fuck are you calling me for, dude? And he was telling me how the first thing he said to his mom was, oh, our pod's going so well. We don't want to have to miss a week. So the guy calls me over here to tell me and goes, dude, my mic and my laptop were burned <laughs> at 465 degrees, just how AJ Castiglia likes his steak. And, <laughs> You know, we might not be able to record for a few months till till I figure some stuff out. Of course, naturally, I obviously understood. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, dude, no big deal. Of course, then I wake up literally the next morning to five different texts at seven in the morning saying, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to grab a new computer and uh, mic right now. So uh, so, of course, here we are. And, uh, you know, a big house fire sure as shit wasn't stopping my boy Johnny Blaze over here nope. from talking some Rangers hockey right before the playoffs because he's a resilient little motherfucker and um, he's not an easy out just like the Rangers won't be uh, on their quest for the cup, but um, boom transition, Johnny, how the hell are you, buddy? Did you have that written down? That was like not, perfectly not, like that, dude. Beautifully said that was all from the heart off the top of the head all from the heart, man. You like no that? Way. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. And, and thank you for that lovely introduction. I was going to ask you how your weekend was, you know, mine, obviously. Uh, well, actually let me rewind. So first things first, the hockey community in general and just the New York Ranger community, the Blue York community, and just the entire community of Sayaset and all my friends and family, like I have never, you know, you know, I've been very fortunate in my life to never have to face such a hardship like this. And this is obviously one of those things you never kind of think will happen to you. And I kind of like pride myself on, you know, always being there for, for anyone in need and, you know, trying to be, you know, a hand of help, I guess I'm obviously gonna, you know, fuck up what I'm saying here just because this is all like a crazy emotion, but I've never really been on the receiving end of what I've felt in the last five days. And I, my family and I, and I'm going to say, you know, on behalf of my family, cause you know, obviously none of my other 
you know, family members have podcasts, so I'm going to speak for them here, but, um, you, sure? you know, we are, yeah, we are, uh, seriously insanely overwhelmed by the outpouring love and support that we've received the last five days. Like I'm going to try not to cry here just because it still hasn't really kicked in yet that, you know, I, I don't really have much left. Um, you know, me and Cody have been texting back and forth. I'm like, fuck that brand new Ranger jacket. I just got gone. Like, you know, I was so upset about that. Um, you know, and like talking to my cousins, um, you know, all the jerseys that I have that I would love to give my kids one day, like, you know, it, it's just a weird thing to, to think about. Although I, you know, ironically enough, you guys probably can't see this, but I did happen to give my Eric Lindros Rangers Jersey to my friend's mom three weeks ago to wear to the Rangers devils game. And luckily I was able to salvage that. So I am actually recording this out of my best friend's basement right now in Syosset. This will probably be where I record most podcasts from here on out. But, um, you know, like I said, just back to what I was going, uh, you know, saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, the amount of friends and family and, and even people I don't know that have reached out and just said, you know, we're thinking about you, we're happy, you're okay. And, you know, just, just count your blessings. And that's all I've really done is count my blessings because I don't know if I, if you guys want to hear the details of what happened, but, um, you know, I this do. Fi- okay. This fire started basically at 1030 at night. I live in a condo community. So all the houses are connected. It was my neighbor, two houses down. I'm not going to say how the fire started because I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but my neighbor from across the street who saw the fire out of her window came running and screaming and banging on our door. Like I actually didn't even hear the screaming at first. I heard my mom scream from her bedroom. So I jumped up. I was actually, (laughs) I was watching the Colorado avalanche against the Los Angeles Kings. And as you guys know, I am a sports better. So I did have the abs minus one and a half and they were up for nothing in the first period. And I said to my friends later, I was like, thank God the abs didn't keep that game close. Cause it would have been pathetic if I was checking scores as my house was burning down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I did luckily hit that bet. Uh, Hold on, hold on, mom. McKinnon's about to score. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mom, I can't can't grab anything. I gotta hit the scores. Um, No, but so I I heard my mom scream. So I, I, uh, you know, jumped up, mom, what's going on. She was like, I don't know. I hear screaming from outside. So I ran downstairs. I heard my neighbor scream, like, get the fuck out of your house. So I just ran outside quickly. Cause I didn't, it, she didn't say fire. She didn't, you know, specify what was going on. So I just thought there might've been a fight outside or something. So I ran outside. I saw black smoke coming out of my, you know, ready neighbor to throw hands, down. Huh? yeah, I was ready to defend somebody, but I saw black smoke coming out of my uh, neighbor from two houses downs front door and windows. So I ran around to our garage side of the house. Cause I had, I didn't see a fire. So I wanted to know where the smoke was coming from. And, you know, I ran around and saw like their house was just completely lit in flames. And obviously with the way condos work, like this fire could spread, you know, in five minutes and 50 minutes in an hour, I didn't know how fast it was going to go. So I, you know, immediately hit the panic button, ran back into my house, told my parents, my dad was in bed. I was like, dad, mom, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Like get whatever you can get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Um, you know, my mom ran outside in a, in a bathrobe, but no underwear, no bra. And that's all she had left. And my dad, uh, my dad took a sweet ass time, threw on a pair of jeans, <laughs> you know, he, and he was Your dad. I did it the right way. Yeah, you no, did the right kidding. way. You did the right way. I just, I just honestly, I ran out barefoot, just grabbed my phone. I, my computer, I left wide open in my bed. I was so fucking dumb. I don't know why I didn't grab my computer. Um, but yeah, then we stood outside and, and watched this fire happen from 1030 at night until like 330 in the morning. Um, you know, it was obviously a, a very long night. When it was but, going on next yeah. door, like how long did it take until it hit you guys? So apparently the fire started, like the small fire started at like 930. Mm-hmm. And our house got lit up at like, I want to say midnight. 
Oh, so, so, so but when did you go outside? At I went outside at like 10, 30, 10, 45. Oh, so you had a lot of time to go get yeah, that. I had time. way more time than I thought, but <laughs> I, you could have packed your whole life away. So that's what we've been saying. If my dad saw it first, we probably would have grabbed a lot of stuff because my dad yeah. doesn't really panic in those situations, but I'm yeah. actually terrified of fire because the same thing happened in my neighborhood 17 years ago to the day across mm. the street from us, four houses burnt down. Wow. And I saw that as a nine-year-old kid. And like, since that day, I've been terrified of fire. So like, as soon as I saw this house lit up, like I just freaked out and I, yeah. you know, I, I, I wasn't like definitely a have, traumatic experience <laughs> and thank, thank God no one was yeah. hurt and yeah. you know, everybody made it out, but um, glad you're glad you're in one piece. You still got your smile and, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, you got anything else to add? Otherwise we could talk some Rangers hockey. Yeah, no, I, I just seriously can't thank everyone enough who has reached out and, and donated. And, you know, obviously there was a GoFundMe that was posted and Cody, you especially dude, I know you donated and you offered to buy me a new mic. And yeah, I know you got me a Ranger hat already, which is insane, but um, you know, so many people like in the blue York community, especially in that uh, discord, like it, it's crazy that there's so many people that I never met in my life that just have reached out and, mm. you know, just like, I know they're actually just thinking of me. It's not like they're doing it just to like be nice. Right. You know, it's yeah, just, dude. it's just a, big, a crazy feeling. Community and yeah, dude, uh, dude, uh, the crazy Jews stay together, man. Yeah. No, it's been, uh, um, and, and one last thing I'll just say, like in, in, in like a moment of, I guess not like tragedy, but, um, you know, in, in a very like rock bottom moment of my family's lives, we have never felt like more loved. So, yeah. Um, you know, that's, yeah, that's where awesome. I'll leave that at. Well, I'm glad you're okay. And, and we love you. And, um, yeah, let's, let's talk some, some of the boys. So obviously they had a really good week. Um, you, you watched more of the Canes game than I did. So I think you watched that whole game, right? Because mm-hmm. you were giving me shit when I said Shesterkin was letting in some softies. So yeah. why don't you uh, why don't you recap the Canes? Um, so to be quite honest, everything is kind of a blur right now, just the past week. But all right, um, well the Rangers lost four to two. Yes. I know that, and mm-hmm. I know Kreider Nab number fifty, and that yep. was that was nice. Other than that, from from what I saw, I mean, I watched maybe maybe a period of it, and as I said, I was traveling. But from what I saw, we weren't really generating offense. And then obviously, I watched the clips and so on. But um. Yeah, I don't know. Did you did you have anything else to add there? I thought we played with them. I mean, it was definitely a much better effort than the last time we were in Carolina. Oh, yeah. yeah, we Cody, outshot the only them. reason I shot you was what's up? I said we outshot them. Last yeah. time we got outshot by like 30 freaking shots. The only reason I was shitting on you about Shesterkin is because you can't win a game where you score two goals. Like that's oh like, yeah. You know? I mean, you can if you're Shesterkin. Exactly. You should. But I think the key thing too that we've noticed is like a common trend with the Rangers this year. I think they were 0 for 2 in the power play in that game. So right. like when the power play is not going, this team's offense, you know, not, not that it fails to generate, but it, it feeds off it, the power play. Yeah, it makes it a lot harder for sure. Um, definitely agree with that. And then uh, to go off of the Canes a little bit, I mean, then then we rebounded with two really nice back-to-back 4-0 wins against the Flyers where, um, you know, Flyers and the Red Wings where both of our kids – grabbed a pair of goals. So Kako had that, those pair of goals against the flyers. And then, um, you know, against the red wings, Laffy had two goals. Kako of course got hurt again. What else is new glass foot over there, but hopefully he's okay. I mean, I have you, have you seen anything like as of recent in, in terms of like, if he's good or I haven't, I honestly, like I haven't really been on my phone much, um, yeah. you know, checking stuff, but I saw Gallant say that he doesn't think it's too serious. And I saw Molly. Yeah. Report I that. saw that too. Support that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. And, and transitioning a little off of the games, I, I did want to go into a little bit more about Lafreniere. I mean, he was first scratched and then 
he started against the Red Wings on the fourth line. So, you know, I know I expressed this to you even while you were dealing with all your stuff, but I mean, I wasn't happy with either of these. Um, and then of course, you know, Kako gets hurt and then Laffy shoves it right up GG by scoring not once, but twice. And that second goal, in my opinion, might've been the best goal for the year of any Ranger. I mean, that was just absolutely filthy. I, I think, and, and that, that brings me to the point, like, that's what we've been talking about for months, where we've been like, Lafreniere is going to be just fine, and he's going to be so good if he just builds up that confidence. Dude, he looked so confident the entire game. Also, just to touch on that, like, to, to notice, I don't know if he actually noticed this or if he said it, but to notice that he had Dylan Larkin defending him, like, forwards don't know how to defend, like, for the right. most part, you know? Right. So if he actually figured out that, that was Larkin on him and he could pull off a move like that, because I doubt he's he's doing that on, like, you know, Maurice Sider or one of their, mm-hmm. you know, Mark Stahl, a top defender. Dude, Sider got fucking leveled. It was awesome. Yeah. Just for him to pull that move off, and it was so smooth and so gorgeous. Like, that's what I've been saying, man. Prettiest skater in the league. Should, I should have tweeted that with the video. I should have said should, that. You, sh- you really should have. Do you think, and Fox has been overworked, Um, the last 15 games... He's kind of been on a little bit of a cold streak and and he has two points in his last eight games, which it's just like so unnatural for Foxy. Um, and I have been watching him. I watched him against the Flyers and I watched him against uh, the Red Wings. And I, I, I don't know what it is. I just think he he looks a little tired. Um, do you think like what? I don't know. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? I guess. Well, against the Red Wings, we got to give him a break because he probably I saw Greg Kaplan actually tweet this. He probably was feeling a little, uh, you know, full from Passover dinner on Friday night. And <laughs> yeah, I got I got to give a shout out to the Fox family because they actually they live on our block. Bruce and Tammy Fox, and they invited us over for Passover, which is very nice of them. Um, we didn't attend, but um, still very nice. But yeah, I mean, dude, I, I think for Foxy that, that you have to remember also, this is still his first full 82 game season. Right. His well, that's first, what I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah, he hasn't. He comes from playing college where you play 35 to 40 games a year and he hasn't had to put, you know, these many minutes together ever in his life. So, you right. know, it, it's it's natural that he's going to be tired. So it's, uh, you know, I've seen Gerard Gallant talk about it, that he's going to rest some guys. So I won't be surprised to see Foxy get a game or two off. Yeah. So so to talk about that a little bit, I mean, it's funny because, you know, 15 games ago when Fox was at like 62 points, I'm like, oh, my God, there's there's 20 games left in the season. He's easily going to have 80 points. And now it's like he has 67 with six games left. And it's like you don't even know if he's going to get 70 at this point. So it's like, you know, it's it's just so crazy for like how he's slowing down a little bit. But again, you're absolutely right. And, you know, to talk about that a little bit, I mean, would you personally rest any guys down the stretch over, over the last six games? And, you know, if so, I guess who, I mean, I, I think Foxy can definitely use a rest and, you know, maybe, and maybe like one or two more games for Igor, even at this point, if, if it's like meaningless at that point, but um, you know, if we're of course fighting for first in the Metro and and we're trying to win, and I know we expressed how we felt on that issue, mm-hmm. um, then, then I think we need to go full send mode with Igor down the stretch, but I don't know. Do you think anybody else should be rested? I think they should, and I think it's important that we try to get first place in the Metro, but I also think yeah. it's almost equally as important just to lock up home ice, which we pretty much have done. Um, you know, we're seven points ahead of the Penguins right now in second oh, oh, place. Oh, for the first round, yeah. Yeah, dude, for the first I'd round, rather, for the first round. Dude, I'd rather have home ice potentially for the entire Eastern Conference Finals. Well, that's why I want a first place, but I'm just saying with the mindset of the team too, right? Like, they'll take right. their chances, I think, in the first round, and then they know what they're up against in the second round if they don't get first place, or even if they do get first place, chances are we're probably playing Carolina in the second round. Um, yeah, yeah, no it's so it's so okay. So talking about playoffs, first of all, 
who do you want to see from most to least? Like one. Well, we totally seven. just skipped over the sitting people. Oh, well, dude, you're taking forever over here. I'm like, well, I was just getting to my point. <laughs> All right. Well, you're talking about playoffs and I'm you, you know, I get excited about playoffs. So I just wanted to hear that. All right. Fine. No, I go just, to that next. I like you what Glant's done. I like what Glant's done. I think you just sit one guy at a time. Like, you know, don't sit so, three so are or you five guys. Tell me who or, or keep dancing around the question. Yeah, I think you, you sit Mika, you sit Panarin, you sit Kreider, just one game each. Like, let them have a night off and a little okay. extra rest, you know, nothing okay, crazy. Okay. But what about what about your boy Hunt? Maybe like six games for him? Throw him on the first line. He looked good in the first line at some point. You don't want to sit him for six games? No, I would. I would. I, I would. Uh, that's what I thought. Well, I want to see. Um, I want to see some of these young college kids get a game or two. Like, who, dude, who do you think's gonna? I mean, Jones. Jones will come up, right? Yeah, he maybe, should. Maybe like one or two games. Anybody else? I'm trying to think. Um, Niels? Do they bring up Niels again? Maybe for one game. I'd also like to see Brodzinski get a little more time. But also, I think there's only. I, I feel like, and I, I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like the last five years we dealt with this you know, with 25 games left, like there's only six games left. So I don't know if at this point anybody's coming up, like maybe Jones for a game, but like we haven't been in the playoffs for quite a few years now. Yeah. So it's like every year, you know, Kravtsov was coming up with 20 games left. Jones was coming up, whatever, but now, now we have six games left. So yeah. I don't really know if we have time for that. No, that's a good point. But then but again, no. like if you want guys to rest, that's what you got to do. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. But um, back to playoffs. So one through seven, who are you going with? Um, one being, you know, the team that you want to play the most. And then I guess seven being the team you want to avoid. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. For me, I think I'd go at this point. I, I'd want to play the Caps the most. I think number two would be the Penguins. And then I'm also fought, like, it is what it is. If we win the Metro, like against the Bruins or Leafs, whatever. And then beginning at like avoid mode for me, it's the Panthers and the Lightning. Like I want to avoid them. And then enter me in like, I'd rather swim with sharks before having to play them. That's Carolina. Mm. But, and, and this is obviously like so. unrealistic, right? Because these, you know, these obviously some of these can't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, no, no, no. Okay. I'm just talking about like one through seven, the whole Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you said first was Caps Penguins, right? Caps Penguins, yep. Then Leafs Bruins. Bruins Leafs. Bruins, I'd, Leafs. Ra I'd rather play the Bruins over the Leafs, in my opinion. Really? And I know the Leafs have all that shit going on, but um, Bruins are five and five in their last 10. And Leafs are, I don't know what they are, but I think they're playing better, um, you know, because they were under us and now they have the same, they have 104 points just like us. So the Leafs don't scare me, though. I, I actually would pick the Leafs over the Caps and Penguins, to be honest. I think the Caps and Penguins. Really? Yeah, yeah I'd rather first. I'd rather play the Leafs over the Caps and Penguins simply because the Caps and Penguins can turn it on in the playoffs. We've seen it over the last decade. Like these teams mm -hmm. have a ton of playoff experience. Like Ovechkin scares me way more than Matthews yeah, dude, does. Matthews has 60 goals. Doesn't matter, year. bro. It does not matter. What has he done okay. in the playoffs? What has he I done? mean, nothing, nothing. He really hasn't done that much in the playoffs, but he also hasn't had a historic season like this. Has he yeah, ever had over 40 goals? Of course, but you know what else is something about the Leafs? Their goaltending has been terrible. I'll take their goaltending. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll take that any day of the week. I'll take Shosturkin over Jack yeah, Campbell. Well, Jari, Jari's hurt. Jari's hurt. That's true also. That's true. But then again, like Crosby, Latang, Malkin, all these guys, they they can turn it on this time of year. The old, like Gensel, you know? Dude, he's sick. Like for me, I, I think we match up well against the Leafs. I think we've I think we've beaten them in the season series. Um, yeah, we have, but every single game has been a one goal game and yeah. we've i think we've beaten them two to one and i think like all three games have been one goal i don't know i just to me when we play the caps and penguins like we have really convincing wins 
the Leafs are fast, man. Don't forget that. Like they mm-hmm. skate, they skate. So I don't know. I mean, uh, interesting. Okay, so you'd go Leafs first, and then who's second? I go Leafs first, then I go Caps because their okay. their goaltending is not that strong either. But then again, Correct. I guess if you make the argument that Jari's hurt, we can probably throw the Penguins in there. Okay. Then I maybe go Lightning. Wow. I go Lightning. Okay. Um, my boy won some playoff Vazzy. Okay. Yeah. I, I something, like it. Something about this Bruins team feels uh feels fishy to me. I think they've been playing. Dude, really I don't know. Lately. I think they're booty. You we've do smacked, yeah, dude. Know, we've smacked them around every time we played them. I don't know. They look good. They had a they hot been... streak. They had a hot streak where they won like eight out of eight out of ten or like nine out of ten or something. And then since then they're like, I think they're six and six. So I, I don't know. They look um, good though, I think. And they have a lot of firepower up front. I mean, they they have they have arguably the most yeah, you're forwards. right. The Leafs don't. Good call. No, dude. I, I'm <laughs> saying that the top six lines, any top six in the Eastern Conference, if you're gonna give to any team, I think it's uh, the Panthers this year have been good, but I think in like the past history, dude, the Bruins top six is incredible. Yeah, but Eric Hall is their two C's, so no thank you. Okay, um, but they have Taylor Hall in their second line, David Pasternak, Jake DeBrus, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, they're loaded. And McAvoy is You know so who they don't have, though? Who? Mika Zibanejad, Artemi Panarin, That's and facts. Chris Kreider. That's facts. That's facts. Um, okay, all right, so then who are the two teams you want to avoid the most? Same thing as you. The, I think it's the obvious answer. Canes and Panthers. Canes and Canes. Panthers? That's the obvious answer. Okay. And is it so? Is there anyone you want to avoid in the West uh, besides Colorado? They don't count. I mean, nobody wants to play them, I think. But is there any, you know, one or two teams that you really wouldn't want to see if we make some crazy, miraculous cup run? No, nobody really scares me in the, in the West. Interesting. Colorado. I think for me, I would prefer to have like Colorado is it. Um, but I would prefer to avoid the Flames and the Blues. I don't think we match up well against either of them. Um, and obviously Mark Sherm's having an unreal season and the flames have smacked us around twice. And then we beat the blues once, but they beat us twice, but both times they beat us. It was, or, or do wait, do we only play them twice? Twice. Yeah. Just once okay. there, once here. Yeah. 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 But the second, uh, yeah, yeah. The second time they smacked us around though. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is at that point. I'm fine with anybody against, against Colorado, but I mean, one, yeah, if we're playing anyone in the West, we've done something right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And also uh-huh. one little tidbit about the flames they're the only team right now in the league that has four 30 goal scorers. So they got firepower. Yeah. No, they're money. Yeah. And Mangiapane can't believe he has more than 30 goals this year. Dude. Yeah, man. Same. But he has like, he, he, he's funny. Cause he was kind of like Kreider where at one point he had like no assists. He has like 33 goals and like mm-hmm. 17 assists or something like that. Yeah. I'm but, pretty sure he had 10 goals, no assists to start the year. Yeah. Fun. Dude. What would, um, what would your favorite Rangers moment be so far this season? Would you say? Wow. Um, that's, that's a good one, huh? Yeah. Um, my favorite mate. I'm trying to think of like games that I've been to or games that I've watched. I mean, I, I don't, I, I mean, don't know. dude, you could say like the first time he got hurt or the second time <laughs> got hurt, or, or maybe the third or fourth time he got hurt. Or, um, you know, I know you want to say that, uh, 44 save shutout by Georgiev. Cause that's your boy. Um, what do you think? Honestly, so this is actually a funny story. I was supposed to go to the Rangers versus Sabres game. Forgot which month it was, but I think probably back in December when COVID was just kind of ramping up again. And I wanted to, you know, avoid getting COVID before New Year's Eve because I really mm-hmm. wanted to go to this New Year's Eve party that I was, you know, planning on going to. And I was invited to the Rangers Sabres game where Lingren had that buzzer beater goal. And I passed oh, yeah. up on it. I passed up because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play it safe. 
Mm. I'll go home and I'll hang out at home this week. I don't want to get COVID before New Year's. And then my parents both ended up getting COVID the following week anyway. So I may as well have just gone to the fucking game. But yeah, I was pissed. But that was one of the sickest moments too. I've never heard the garden buzz. Like yeah. That. No, that was yeah. sick. Uh, for me, yeah, that, that was really good. Um, can I say the laugh goal that just happened? No, but um, yeah, no, that was nasty. But um, for me, I think it would actually be, believe it or not, a game as opposed to a moment. I think, um, I don't know if you remember, but in March, that seven to four win against Dallas, um, we were coming off oh, in like, Dallas. Yeah, we were coming off two brutal beatdowns back to back against the Wild and the Blues. And I think winning that game in Dallas literally changed the momentum of this team in such a massive way, in my opinion. Um, because you know, it, what? Because Nemeth scored. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and my boy Panarin had four points. Yeah. Um, and you know that's my guy right there. But I, I don't know. I just think that was such a big momentum swing game because in the 10 days after that, you know, they took out some really big teams like Carolina, Tampa, Pittsburgh, and those are obviously like big boy wins. But I feel like if you lose that Dallas game, it's kind of hard to regroup on like three back-to-back-to-back beatdowns, you know? So I think that would be it for me. No, that's a, that's a great game also. That, that game was sick. Yeah. Uh, no other games like really stand out to me so much. I'm trying, like, I, I honestly, the win in Seattle was pretty sick too. That play from Panarin to Fox in the end when Foxy went roof. Dude, we've had a lot of overtime yeah. games this year. Yeah. Even Foxy's overtime winner against Anaheim, I think, a couple yeah. weeks ago. That was sick. The shootout against LA. There's some so Lafreniere. I was just going to say Lafreniere's, Lafreniere's number one. Yeah. All those shootouts. I don't even love the shootout that much, but all those were unreal. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of goals, dude, did you see uh, Othman netted four goals in his season finale on Saturday? And mm-hmm. he was like, nope, Kreider can't be the only uh, Rangers guy with 50. So our boy got 50 on the dot. What a great season for him. I still think he should get called up to be a black ace for the playoffs and maybe even get a game. It would be sick, but like, are you going to, who are you giving him minutes over? Well, if Kako's hurt, I don't know. I mean, how, how do you, but how do you take a kid who's feeling so confident right now? And like, well, I, first I've of all, had, but what? he's never played. I mean, in the oh, I want to. I want to touch on this quick. I want to touch okay. on this. I want to touch on this. Second AC. No, because I've had people say like, "Oh, Othman just spent another year in the OHL." I guess there are some rules though. Um, there are. Friend, he can't come to the AHL. Yeah, he can't. I didn't come know to the that. AHL. That's so yeah, dumb. My friend Harrison NHL, has said that. He can come to the NHL, but he can't come to the AHL. So that's what I was trying to say before you so rudely cut me Sorry. off. Sorry. Um, no, no, it's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, so he can't come. So I, I just don't see them calling him straight up from the OHL. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I mean, like Kravtsov, for example, is an, an exception, I guess. But like Kravtsov tried it out for the team. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he was there and so on. But um, yeah, it would be sick. I don't don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I'm a big Offman fan. I think he would be awesome. Um, and and that kind of like brings you to the point of you know, Rangers have some cap situations coming up and so on. So it's like you know, if they can't afford some of these guys, it's like you give Offman a chance to take a winger spot at, at a, you know, a vet's minimum next year. So I, I, I mean, he's not going to, he's, pr- I think, I think we're going to see Othman in 2024 is, is what I think. What do you think? 2024. Uh, wait, can I add? Yeah. Next year's 2023. So yeah, 2024. You don't think he gets called up next year? Maybe, maybe the last like five or six games, like we're talking about now, but no, nah, I don't think so. I think they're, cause he, you got to remember, bro. He still can't come to the AHL next year. So yeah. he needs he needs AHL time first, at least to like get a feel for, you know, one of our big clubs like prior to coming over. So yeah, I for me, I think 2024. I think he might even make the team out of camp. Next year. 
depending on how the cap space works out. Yeah. I think keeping him in, in another another year of junior hockey, I think is Johnny just, Blaze with the hottest take of the night. No, I, I think keeping him in junior hockey for another season is is just gonna be detrimental to his development. I mean, the kid he's dominating. Like what what else has he yeah. improved down there? You know? Yeah, it's 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 actually like really surprising to find out that he can't come to the AHL. Like mm-hmm. this kid gets a fifty goal season and now he's just supposed to like kind of sit there and twiddle his thumbs again and play yeah. next year for the you know, yeah. No. I mean, yeah, I don't no, know. That rule makes no sense to me. But we also we haven't even touched on Kreider scoring 50 goals. I mean, I, I think it's honestly insane. I actually didn't even know this till you know that happened that there has only been four 50 goal scorers now. Crazy, right? Kreider. Like Crazy. this team's been around for who's the last one? Yager? Yeah, Yager in right? 05, 06, Graves in 93, 94, and Vic Hadfield in 71, 72. Wow. So it's crazy wow. to think that all the skilled players that we've had, you know, in our lives alone, too. Like like Yager's the only one we've seen. You know, it's yeah. pretty wild to think well, about. Well, dude, if you think about it, like all the years we competed from what, like 2006 to 2016 or whatever it was, like we never had that superstar like goal scorer. Like we had Nash, but he didn't do shit really in the playoffs. And then we had Gabrick, but Gabrick was so short lived. So mm-hmm. it's like we really didn't have anybody else who, who like was this like, I mean, listen. I didn't even think Kreider was going to get there. I was just thrilled if our guy was going to get a 30 goal season, which that I thought was a shoe in, but 50, like I couldn't even have fathomed that. So I'm, I'm hyped. I actually think of the 2019, 2020 season played out. I think Zabanjad had 42 goals when COVID stopped the season. So I think Mika could have gotten 50 that year. I'm almost positive. He had 42 well, when COVID happened. I don't think he would have. And I'm going to tell you why. And I think I know the season you're talking about. Yeah. It's the um, COVID season. Yeah. But it wasn't the full COVID season, right? It was the season before where they end because we had two seasons. Yeah, no, it was a season where COVID like stopped the year. The bubbles, March bubble twenty twenty. Yeah, March twenty twenty. Yeah, so yeah, so that's what I was thinking too. No, he wouldn't have. I don't think he would have done it because even if he had forty two goals, we played seventy one goal, a uh, seventy one game. So he would have needed eight goals in eleven games, and I don't know if he would have done that. But I don't know. Possible. He has five and one. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that was that was crazy, but um. But yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, he had 41 goals. 40 so goals. he had 41 goals. Wow. And he only played 57 games that year because he was hurt. Remember that? Yeah, he had a really rough start. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, he is. He's my, I mean, he's, I think he's my favorite player. You I'm, said Panarin was your boy. No, no, Panarin is my boy. But, but I think he's my player. favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference. There's a difference. That like Panarin, if he asked me to get coffee, I'd be like, yeah, dude, where where you need me to go? Russia? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll come. Come through. That's fair. But um, Mika, you know. Mika's just my favorite, but, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's all I got, man. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Otherwise we can, uh, kick over our awesome interview. I think we should say who our guest is. We're really fucking pumped to bring on Bobby Trevigno who just signed with the Rangers uh, a couple weeks ago. He's now in the heart, uh, now on the Hartford Wolfpack in the AHL, but he is fresh off of a NCAA tournament game with UMass Amherst, where he was the captain for two years. He won a national championship last year with, the Minutemen. Um, he's a Long Island kid from Setauket. He played four years at UMass. He won two hockey's tournament players of the tournaments. He is a two-time All-American. He's pretty much won everything, and he's become the face of the UMass hockey rebuild. So we're really pumped to talk to him and hear from him. I've gotten to know Bobby just a little bit from around hockey on Long Island. He's an unbelievable kid, an unbelievable player. So we're going to hear a lot of cool stories from him. And uh, Cody, if you don't have anything else, I think we should just send it over to him. No, you just took every single one of my points. Yep. So, um, suck it. Yeah. No, let's <laughs> Bobby. All right. Sounds good. Send it over to Bobby. 
So due to some unfortunate circumstances, we weren't able to actually sit down and record with Bobby, but we did talk to him through FaceTime last night. We're going to try to set something up for the summer with him. Um, you know, we're pretty bummed about it. He's bummed about it, but the timing just didn't work out. So I'm really sorry that we kind of hyped this one up. We were super pumped for it, but uh, Cody, pumped. I know you want to say that we do have some cool guests coming up. I don't know how much yeah, we, we talk we about do it. Have, yeah, we do have some, uh, a few cool guests lined up over the next few weeks and, you know, hopefully uh, going into playoffs, it'll bring us some momentum. So I think we can announce too now that we're going to try to do episodes every Monday and Thursday for the playoffs. I know there is a week where Cody's going to be in Tel Aviv. Yeah. Um, so we're going to try to figure that out. Can't, can't promise two episodes that week, but we'll try and get one in for sure. But every other week, as long as uh, our boys go, we'll, we'll go too. So we'll, yeah. we'll try and get two in. I mean, even when the Rangers aren't playing, I feel like we can still do episodes. I don't know if people are going to want to listen to us talk about the other teams in the league, but you know, we're still here for it. If you guys want us to do that. So I guess like you can DM us if you still want. I will gladly shit on Boston. If you guys need me to, I'll do two a week. I mean, I'm down if you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be game. Um, So I guess before we do wrap it up though, we will talk about the Rangers schedule for this coming week. They are home tonight. As you are listening to this Tuesday night against Winnipeg at seven o'clock. Then they are on the road in long Island at 7:30 against the Islanders on Thursday night. And then on the road, once again, in Boston for a Saturday afternoon matinee at three o'clock against the Bruins, three pretty big games. I think Winnipeg's playoff chances are done. Obviously the Islanders chances are done. So they're going against two teams that want to play the spoiler game and uh, ruin the Rangers chances of winning the division. Plus Boston is still competing for that third spot in the Atlantic division. So they're going to come out guns blazing and should be a fun three games. Ranger Islander games are always fun. We should see another Shesterkin versus Sorokin battle. And dude, like we talked about in the past, man, Igor is only like one, six and one against the Islanders. He's got to figure it out against them. Dude. I, I want to see him get this win. Like yeah. I, I hope GG starts him against the Islanders so that, you know, he can give him a chance to get some credibility against those guys and, and stick it to him a little bit. Also, if anyone is looking for a last minute invite to that Ranger Islander game, I would gladly accept any tickets or invitations. Likewise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really want to buy any tickets. Do you want to go to that game? Should we go? When is that? Thursday night. This Thursday? 7.30, yeah. It's at Madison Square Garden? No, it's at UBS. Yeah, I would go. I would go. We'll talk we about it off to, there. You have to wear Rangers. You have to wear your Lindros jersey for sure. I'll, I'll wear that. That's all I got. So I'll wear that. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week for Rangers games. And once again, like just everybody, you know, not to get so sentimental again here in the end, but I do want to thank everyone that's reached out and, uh, you know, has shown some love and support. It's, it's really, you know, gone a long way for me and my family. So. Um, you know, I kind of want to leave it on that. No, unless Cody got any final thoughts. No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go Rangers. We got another big episode coming. We're going to stick to the Monday episodes pretty much going forward. We might have the occasional Tuesday or Wednesday, just depending on, uh, if Cody and I are traveling, but we're going to try to stick to the Monday episodes. And then once the playoffs start, we're going to do Monday, Thursday. So stay tuned for those. And, uh, like always, you guys are awesome. Everyone that listens and, um, you know, please keep DMing us, messaging us. Um, you know, any topics that you have that you want us to cover, if you think we do a good job doing it, you know, please keep sending in your questions because we love touching on all the things that you guys want to hear. So let's go Rangers. We love you all. And, uh, thank you once again. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.